There you go. Yo, a buddy of mine, uh, he he was posting this thing like shitting on Conor McGregor, and I like got onto uh, Facebook, and I was like, you know what? I feel like it's a little <laughs> shitty to like kick a man while he's down. And then this old ass man got on, and for some reason started referring to Conor McGregor as Colin McGregor. <laughs> And was saying some shit to me like, everybody hates Conor McGregor. Colin, do you know anybody who's ethnic? Like, you know, is ethnic? Like, if you know anybody who's brown, they hate Colin McGregor. And, and then his name slowly became Colin McFarrell. Yeah. And then it be slowly became Colin McPhillip to become Colin Phillip. <laughs> no. getting, uh, you're, get, you're getting, they're gaslighting you. Uh-oh. Nobody ethnic likes me. <laughs> do, That's why do Banks you know isn't here today. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, we'll, we'll take it to the polls. We got to start at some point. So. Yep. There's no way I can edit any of that down. <laughs> whoosh, 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 whoosh. Theme music. Everybody, welcome. It's Fight Forever. The most fanciful fight sports podcast on the internet. Fake fighters fighting fake fights. I'm Zach. I'm Colin. Dan. And silence. There's no banks here. Banks it's is just, just an empty here. Yeah. Empty chairs and empty tables where my friends will podcast no more. For Friends. the record, he didn't die. <laughs> He's just not here. Well, it's it's like you 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 leave the spot open for like Elijah over the holidays. You yeah, know, you just gotta. He's he's here in spirit, even yes. though he's not here at all. <laughs> in spirit, yes. in spirit, won't answer our text. Um, Can't pick up for a call. That's fine. I get it. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we haven't podcasted in in, in a little while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, this is gonna be a weird episode, anyways. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna skip around some stuff. So uh, I decided, like, fuck it, I'm not gonna like say what we're going to do with everybody and be on the same page with y'all until we we're already on air. Yeah, no, it's called improv, um, buddy. So a thing that I wanted to kind of address real quick is, um, we don't make money for this, uh, and we probably won't until we start reading ad copy, which will probably be coming soon. Um, but in the meanwhile, we're pretty much only going to be doing this when we have time, and when we started this podcast anyway, I didn't intend for it, it to ever have kind of that horse race um, breaking down, like, what happened every week. Whatever, yeah. You know, I, I don't want raw results, 205 live results, or any of that bullshit. All that I want to do is I want to get on here, and I want to do some speculative work on some motherfucking fight sports. So uh, I feel like we can come in here, and we're not going to have a goddamn three-hour podcast on everything that has happened over the past couple months. Um, but instead, we can have some sort of discussions and... Um, Really address a few things. Um, like, for instance, we always start on WWE. Um, so, right now, what's happening in WWE is really highlighting to me why uh, I stopped watching back in 2007. <laughs> um, and then got back on, was very excited about everything again, and am immediately disheartened. Once more. Um, and yeah, I 
I don't know. When's the last time you fucking watched a Raw all the way through? Because it's been oh, a wow. hot minute yeah. for me. I've been watching YouTube highlights going like, oh, hey, Shawn Michaels is back. Cool. He's getting yeah, that Saudi when, money. But yeah, yeah, whenever I saw that, I was like, what year is this when it's Undertaker versus Michaels? Well, well okay. Just let me, it's cool. It's nostalgic, but it just feels like a Well, a neither weird... of these guys can fucking go anymore. You know? It just feels like a mania spot that we've already seen. And then, you know, just... Ooh, you're doing it in the Middle East because those guys apparently don't have TVs. Oh, wait, they do, and they have the internet. So well, why are we doing this? Well, so what, what they have, what they do have is oil money, my <laughs> friend. And so uh, the new crown prince is actually kind of a new generation uh, attitude error mark. So that's why... That's so he why, just uh, brings Russell Khan. Shawn Michael. Yeah, just bring, <laughs> bring me Russell Khan. Russell Khan, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, check it out. I want to see Brian Cage and Joey Janela. No, sadly. I would, I would appreciate that then. But no. <laughs> He fucking, um, he's like, uh, come over here and, you know, legitimize my brutal regime and do your wrestling here. Uh, I'll pay you lots of money. Shawn Michaels retired yeah. for 10 years, had the greatest retirement in all of wrestling. Never coming back. H- how many millions did you say? <laughs> okay, uh, sure. How many zeros? How many, how many zeros? Uh, so okay. Some set for life money just happened. That's yeah. why he's back. Because yeah. it's like one match set for life. Let's do it. Well, and then so my question is like, if he can get him to come back, what's the likelihood of mankind coming back? I know the man is broken. He wants but to. Mankind versus Ric Flair for one time. Why Nazis? Oh God, you know Ric, Ric Flair would do it for ten million dollars. That man is yeah. If you want, to talk and he put up a million of it up he his would nose. Fucking blade. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Ric Flair would fucking go and anybody, anybody would fuck it. I would go wrestle a match against Undertaker <laughs> for $10 million. Do it for one. Undertaker, I'm available. Give hey, me a call. Yeah, come on. Honestly, I would do it for 10000 I will let you. Like, <laughs> yeah. 50 bucks fifty bucks and a hand job. You potato me all you want, big guy. I didn't say a handshake, but I mean, you have a hard bargain. Yeah. You're like and a handshake. No, you don't have to give me the hand job. You just have to get somebody to do it. Like it doesn't have to be. No, you. I thought, no yeah. it's him specifically, and he has to do a Paul Bear. No, I don't like to <laughs> okay, someone has to do the Paul Bear voice, but I don't like him wearing those. But only as you finish. I don't want to do those mechanics gloves. It probably doesn't work for Does me. He, here's the real question. Does he come out with the raven and the hat, or are we talking like Dead Man, or where yeah, are we no, going? No, no, no. It's full-on WrestleMania 9 Undertaker. Fucking hat, big old tie. He's got the vulture <laughs> on a stick, and there's smoke, and, right. and he's wrestling in the middle of the fucking... Saudi Arabian sun, so the effect doesn't work whatsoever. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's just a big man in like, hot it's, clothes. It's hot. Oh, honestly, God. honestly, for like a hot dog and a handshake, I'd take countless taters from Brock Lesnar. Like, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's be real here. So, um, oh, but no, this quick. is actually bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, would you break down because this is bad? Yes. Uh, would you break down what is happening in? Sa- do, do you know what's happening with what everything in Saudi and why the WWE is under fire for it? No. Okay. I should, but I do not. So uh, break it down for a okay. sec because he explained it to me uh, yesterday and it was really concise so and good. So the long story short is this: it was. A, a Saudi a Saudi national who is an American citizen, I believe he's a naturalized American citizen, was a journalist for, I forget the organization now, but he's a journalist who had been critical of the new Saudi Arabian regime, okay? He went to a consulate in Turkey, left his wife in the car running, says, I have to go in and get something real quick, Turn, went into the consulate, turned on the record function of his Apple Watch, goes in. He gets murdered and fucking 
dismembered by Saudi agents with a bone saw they brought for that specific purpose wow. inside the consulate. Vanishes, never comes out. Uh, they they use his fingers to open his Apple Watch to fucking delete the files. They didn't get them all, of course. But yeah. And then the Turkish are like, yeah, we think the Saudis killed the guy in their own consulate. So this is bad because that's supposed to be, you don't do that. That's neutral ground. Yeah. It's a fucking consulate. So yeah. So it's a whole fucking international ordeal because, well, we're not only talking about suppressing journalists, we're talking about, uh, you know, <laughs> dissecting journalists. It's very bad. Very bad on another sovereign country's neutral territory. Oh, and oh, by the way, did I forget the 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 Trump ally WWE are going to go do a show there for $40 million in about eh, a couple of weeks? It's real bad. But nothing distracts like a good old-fashioned sweaty man throwing a round fight. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's what they're hoping, at least. Well, uh, WWE is getting a lot of pressure to pull out and to cancel no, the not Saturday Not just show. publicly, like their own state senators. Like, yeah. yes, fucking, yeah, in Connecticut, they're like, we are going to take severe consequences against any company that does this. So they're getting, you know, U.S. state-level pressure. But mm-hmm. I'm sure just being like, you know, Linda McMahon being part of the Trump thing mm-hmm. it's they don't care yeah because Trump's like hey, it's the cost of doing business yeah. and it's like she's like it's a small business you know that's what I help with yeah yeah small yeah. Saudi international small, oil conglomerate small like 400 million dollar business yeah, yeah that's no a big deal it's yeah, multi-billion dollar TV accounts how many zeros again <laughs> how many zeros yeah sure fuck it I'll go flop around yeah it's just Trump's like, oh yeah, just hand me another uh, Andrew Jackson. I don't want to. This good. Hey, I don't. I, we See, don't. I mean, come on. They give us a lot of money. I I'm don't just wanna. wondering when are they going to do the crossover of Shawn Michaels like bow hunting a camel though. That's oh, the episode yeah. I want to see. Yeah, all right. Because you, you know, know he probably put that in a tour writer of like, all right, I'll do the thing. So, but you I'm want gonna... me to bow hunt a camel? <laughs> hmm. He's like, how many zeros? <laughs> No, he requested. They don't even want him to. They're like, no. They're like, we we don't we really like hunt camel. those. Like, no, <laughs> no, I, I'm I doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him in the hump and see if water squirts out. <laughs> <laughs> How many zeros for him to sweet chin music a camel's hump? <laughs> okay, hold on. Ten, twenty. How much have I got in my wallet? <laughs> I'm just a sexy boy. I'll kick your camel's hump. <laughs> like, <laughs> sexy hump. <laughs> that man is 58 years old coming out the sexy boy. Wow. <laughs> I don't think he's 58. He's, hold on. He's, he's got to be like early 50s, I bet. Well, and he's also like, ooh, I, I, I have a butt. Suck my dick. Ooh, DX. I'm 60. <laughs> <laughs> Degenerate grandpas are a thing, okay? Hey, guys, remember. Degeneration old. <laughs> oh. Remember. Hey, boys, remember when everyone really loved us in the 90s? Well, um,. Sixty-five. I'm fifty-three years old. I'm gonna <laughs> tell people to suck my balls. <laughs> you gotta I'm, suck. You gotta suck my balls because uh, the 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 shaft actually doesn't get hard anymore. Yeah, like, no. It takes me several minutes of direct stimulation to maintain an erection. <laughs> also, I have medically prescribed pills. Um, so it's fine. It's okay. Um, does he have a kid? Weird question. Because I feel sure. like if so, how is his kid not one that tried to make it in the business? Because he wasn't a huge guy to begin with. Tell me the, one good. Tell me one son of another wrestler that did a good job. Uh, David Flair. I said good job. Um, Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> I said good job. <laughs> um, trick question. You can't name anyone. Um, D'Lo Brown. Oh shit! All right. <laughs> shit. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, there's nobody. No, it's Randy Orton. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. So no, I don't. I, I don't, said good person. No, it's Cody Rhodes. Oh shit! I said good person. Well, all right, you might have won. You won this round, Sharp. Yay. Yeah. Um, how many zeros do I get? I don't. <laughs> how many zeros? How many? How many camels do I get to switch in music now? I think we're up to two. So I'm gonna need a gaggle of camels. For by the time all we're of done. the joking of 53 year old Shawn Michaels acting like it's 1996, because um, it is. This is really not good because we have American entertainment companies, you know, just turning a blind eye as as much as the public will allow them to, uh, you know, brutal, repressive, uh, totalitarian regimes across the world, and that's very bad. And WWE just wants to like wait long enough so people stop paying attention to them so they can go get that sweet, sweet Saudi money. Well, and what I guess is surprising, I mean, the whole international incident was one thing, and that's huge, and it's wrong, it's bad. But for WWE, who tries to act like the moral high horse, uh-huh. oh, we don't blade, we're family entertainment, we're not, we're not violent, we're not aggressive, except for, uh, you know, you know we'll go hang out with the guy that just killed somebody. Uh, Next thing yeah. you know, they're going to be like doing you know, wrestling matches. In, well, uh, they're ethical to the point of advertisers. Oh, so um, you mean capitalism. Yes, <laughs> to, to the point that they will receive ad revenue because that's how they're generating all their money right now because nobody's watching this bullshit. Really, think about it. How many hours a week does WWE ask of your time? And Too much. And, how much do they get? Well, and how many of those hours are genuinely good? Okay, so three for Raw, two for SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, which is coming up. Um we also have 205 Live, so that's at least eight hours. That's an entire work shift you could spend watching mediocre wrestling. Now I want to watch NXT UK, just because I hope that someone's going to be like a bad British Jersey Shore equivalent. Yeah, they're all of them. It's terrible. Because uh, it's the, what's it? It's the, uh, oh, it's the Geordie Shore. Yeah, that's legitimately that, a thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's bad. You're, you're dealing with like eight hours, too much television, and it's just, it's not, it's not, it hasn't been worth it for a while. Um, even outside of the moral argument, because let's let's we can't decouple that from this because they are going to do this because these shows make them more money than WrestleMania. Like flat out, that is a fucking fact. They have a ten year yeah. deal with the Saudi Crown to make this happen, and they get forty, fifty million a pop. That's a fucking ludic- lucrative, ludicrous show that they have to do every year or have to do as many, you know. For the time, because yeah, just... well, because it's going to be two this year. Yeah, it's two this Holy year. Holy fuck! And it worth it. Let's not forget, they're the folks that did nine eleven. It was literally the Saudis. <laughs> that's not. That's a fact. That's not wrong. That's not me making shit up. This is bad. Capitalism. But how many monsters. zeros? <laughs> oh but... shit! <laughs> hey, jet fuel can't melt that many zeros. <laughs> ah, oh. shit! That's true. So yeah, if we uh, if we still watch WWE or um, paid for the WWE Network or any of that, you know, I, this would have turned me off to it. But frankly, I have been on reading recaps and watching YouTube clips and listening to review podcasts for what ten years now, probably. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's it's bad. I don't care who they sign; they've they've fucking killed all of my. All of my enthusiasm for them at this yeah. point. I guess you could say because of this Saudi deal, uh, how many zeros? It's exactly ground zero. Wow. Wow. Ooh, ooh boy. Ooh. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow. I can't believe you went there. I'm wow. Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> oh, geez. I've been, Lord of status achieved. I've been uh, sitting here the whole time just listening, enjoying this thoughtful conversation, but wow. Damn. Really giving me things to think about. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fuck. Fuck WWE. Um, I really don't give a shit about watching it anymore. Um, but uh, we have a podcast run, so uh, I'm still going to watch the YouTube clips and uh, talk about, uh, just talk shit on them. Yes. And we'll probably never get that interview with Chad Lale. But yeah. uh, oh. I'm sorry, if you look, I don't think Chad Lale exists anymore because you, <laughs> you tweeted to a dead man. <laughs> it's Jackson Riker. <laughs> That Ugh. just sounds like like the name of a character on Shaq food. That's how bad it is. It's laughably bad. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't you shit on my man Chad. I hope we call him Chad the next time he comes into town. <laughs> Let's go, Chad. <laughs> Shut up. That's <laughs> not my name. I hope in the back of his mind, he'll know, man, I got the best pop ever in Dallas. Oh, man. This is, this is what <laughs> I live for. Lale can't fail. Good too lale to fail. Good job, Gunner. We're all real proud of you. Good job. All right. Any uh, New Japan? Uh, there's cool stuff, but nobody watches it. That's fine. I get it. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Um, your boy, your boy, Switchblade's leading Bullet Club now. Oh yeah. yeah. See, well, there you go. There you go. He fucking turned his back on Okada, <gasps> and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm out of chaos, and I'm going to join all the Tongans and Bullet Club, the OGs." Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense geographically. New Zealand's yeah, get closer that whole, to Tonga. Get yeah. that whole Oceana little yeah. block there. Yep. Um, We're kind of neighbors or something. Ugh. Well, if, I'm trying to boycott New Japan because I don't believe in knife perverts. Well, I'm taking a stand. False knife perverts are the why best kind of perverts. Knife, why is a knife pervert in a gun club? I don't get it. Because <laughs> they want to have a knife gun show off. Well, the other, the other thing is that everyone in don't the elite... Don't bring a gun to a knife fight. But here's my question: If if he was Scottish, do you think they'd still play up the whole knife element? Nah, he'd be if he would. Wait, wait. Scottish Scotland yeah. is like the stab wound capital of the world. A Chelsea Shit. grin came from Chelsea, Scotland. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, so I feel like they wouldn't have pursued that angle at all. Is the Chelsea grin the same thing as an Argentinian necktie? No, Chelsea grin is kind of like the Joker smile where they. Oh, they got the. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Sorry, I thought Masses. it was the whole thing. No. no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, you probably don't die, just wish you did. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. didn't that shit like happen from like the Black Dahlia murder or whatever? Like, didn't they do that to her? Like, they were Chelsea Green. I actually don't know that one, but sure, why not? I mean, I stopped listening after um um of uh after Miasma, so you know, I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little behind on their discography. Black Dahlia murder is a great band. They're coming to uh, town soon, so there you go. Hey, are we gonna are we gonna ever have your cousin on the show? Yeah, I need to figure out about that one. Hey, are we ever are we ever gonna fight your cousin on this show? <laughs> For how many zeros? <laughs> how many zeros? Uh, one zero. <laughs> All right, done. Ten bucks. Yeah, drive a hard bargain. <laughs> Ten bucks to get my ass whooped. <laughs> uh, yes. No, okay, sure. Fine. That how is, much does she weigh? I think like uh, one. 60, I think, but I think she's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I can't take her, but I mean... Oh, I no, I could... couldn't. <laughs> she'd have to be like 2'7 for me to take her, but yeah. I'll, I'm down. I'll yeah. play the odds. <laughs> um, Everyone in the Bullet Club's probably leaving because they're like, oh, all the elite guys aren't are like, oh, these are our last Bullet Club design shirts, which means they're not doing anymore, so that's what's happened with New Japan. Ew. Hooray. 
But you know so what? How long till uh, WWE tries to buy them out now that they've had that sweet, sweet Saudi payday? Oh, God. What, just Japan? The yeah. whole of Japan. <laughs> Their country. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's take that. We'll take that. No, I mean, do you think that's actually something they could do? Try yeah. to buy New Japan? I doubt it. No, I don't think they're interested or in it. Or buy out ROH? They would buy out uh, UFC first, I think. I mean, if they get that's their Fox main money, competition, they yeah. just want Conor McGregor. That's pretty much it. Yeah, or, I think they take Khabib at this point, but they want Conor. That's the thing is, like, if Conor just keeps getting his ass kicked, why wouldn't he just be like, "Screw it, I'll just go do wrestling. I'll be the dude version of Rousey." You know, by the way, uh, WWE has already made an offer to Khabib. Like Khabib is allegedly. Said, oh yeah. well, I mean, especially with this whole speculation about it, he's already off said, "I'll leave after the whole." If you f- cut my guy because of the whole fight. Screwed, I'm out. Yeah. It's like, well, and uh, 50 Cent offered him $2 million. Basically offered him, his, offered him his purse uh, for the... As a signing bonus wait, to go 50 to 50 Cent, the rapper. Yes, yes. that's 50 Cent. Yeah. Why, why is he involved with Bellator? Mm-hmm. He's been involved you with Bellator, a, buddy. You, How did I not know this? Well, listen. After <laughs> By the way, did you... Okay, w- I, I feel like we got to take a break before we like head full on into this. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Sun and versus Fedor Emelianenko, oh, uh, and I gotta I gotta get into that. But um, <laughs> straight up, uh, yeah, Fifty Cent is involved with Bellator, has been for a while, and <laughs> it is fucking yeah. hysterical. But yeah, well, no, he offered. He does this shit all the fucking time. He's tried to get uh, Floyd Mayweather to fight in Bellator for a long time, and Mayweather's like, "What? Who the fuck are you?" And that's why they're feuding, like. <laughs> you can't read. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why terrible. 50 Cent is doing that's this whole thing where he's like, hey, I'll pay you $10 million if you just read a page from a book, Floyd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you just read a page from Harry Potter, well, listen, is I here, believe what it was. Here's the thing. It was. 50 Cent conquered the rap game. Then he went in, then he went in, and in one go, with 50 Cent blood in the sand, conquered video games. The Forever. man needs new territories. The man needs new fields. I mean, new new challenges to conquest. I'm still waiting on a country crossover album. Oh, that's true. That's true. Fifty Cent, accidental racist, <laughs> with that guy from Accidental Racist. <laughs> <laughs> he he beats LL Cool J in a fight and gets to take his spot. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. All right. So uh, coming up on Fight Forever, we'll talk about some yeah some MMA stuff and accidental racists. Stay tuned, folks. So I was listening to some uh, ASMR videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. So, Makes sense. So you were telling me, Colin, you were listening to ASMR videos. Yeah, and I I was going to say, like, why why is it always, like, some pretty white girl who's like, like, hey, it's me. Uh, sound delicious, Sasha. And I'm here because I got a bunch of equipment with me. And I'm just going to, like, fondle some inanimate objects. Here we go. So this is going to help you guys sleep. Uh, here's here's a glass of water. Yeah. You guys like this? Does so, this help you sleep? Here, I'm going to drink a little bit of it. Yeah. You like that? Does that help you sleep? Like, it's weirdly sexual. It's okay. weirdly sexual. Well, um... <laughs> 
I want to, uh, as as a, I'm going to take the role of a representative of the ASMR community here. I'm going to. I don't know what that fucking stands for. You need to Google it because I forget what it stands for. Yeah, I forget. I, I, I don't know what it fucking stands for. ASMR. ASMR. Uh, basically, it's not to make you go to sleep because that's what white noise is. ASMR is. It sounds just just barely inside the audible frequencies that like give you tingles in the back of your head. Meridian response. It's not right, it's but they're saying it's tingling They're saying it's to make you tingly and then give you sleep triggers, like that specific. They're like, hey, we have some, we have some shit that's uh, sleep trigger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crinkle some leaves. I'm gonna, here. yeah, I'm gonna crinkle some leaves, and it's gonna feel. <laughs> Yeah, the internet's weird. <laughs> the internet is full of freaks. It's f- fucking white people. And you know, I just want like a big black dude to get on there and be like, Hey, motherfuckers, I got some shit. Hey, 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 here's a bag of chips. You like this shit? Yeah, that's something for y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, it's me, Derek Lewis. It's my new <laughs> ASMR sleep series. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Derek Lewis. H-Town, bitches. I don't know. I, I'm... I lost against DC, so now I'm gonna sit over here and. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, I, I ain't trying to make ASMR videos over here. My yeah. cardio's for shit. Yeah, I gotta sit my ass down. I tell y'all, y'all ain't listening. USA in this hole. All this taco explosion Doritos. USA in this hole. It's really good. I love Derek Lewis. Can we just say Derek Lewis? If 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 DC is the patron saint of Portly Squad, Derek Lewis is like um but here's the, real the mascot. He's like the gritty of the gritty. There you go. <laughs> I, I love gritty. There's some ASMR, some good old yeah, a good good gift for all the Fight Forever fans. Just chewing hard on stale chips. Oh, Dan is just. <laughs> No, I think I think that whole ordeal looked like enough penance on your part. You're forgiven. Dan just looked like he was in legitimate distress eating these chips. I was staring at him for a second. I was like, "Oh, those chips aren't good, are they?" I got I pulled one chip out of there that was good. But if you get the tube ones, the little tubey sticks, those were like. Mm, mm, thick as hell, yeah. <laughs> with with four C's <laughs> and eleven K's. Oh yeah, that's some ASMR. What is it? Oh, it's a Canada Dry. It's a little can of Canada Dry. Here, you need to get only a little ginger ale. <laughs> a little ginger ailment for you. Now, okay. All right. Part of the other way we're going to make money on this show is make it stealth. Uh, it's a stealth pilot for our new uh, four-pay ASMR series. Yes. Tell us what you want us to do, and we'll do it to make noise. Noisy boys. <laughs> hey, it's the noisy boys oh, over here. Wait, hold on. We're over here going to give you a good. Do you, do you hear that? Do you hear that? I hear something. What's that smooth, smooth jazz bass line working its way in? She's the bones. I'm Jones. 
He's gonna rematch Alexander Gustafson, and then they're gonna have a good ass fight, and they're gonna strip Danny Cormier of the title because John Jones he snitched on uh, all of his boys. <laughs> the end. Yeah, Bone Zone. This is the happy. This is what we were waiting for. This is the exact moment. The Bone Zone. This is what we started. We set out yes. on this Bone Zone journey. See, but here's here's how I feel. It's kind of like wanting a pony so you want a pony and you hope and you pray and you wish and then you get the pony and then then it shits the stable (laughs) and you never thought you'd get it and then you don't know how to feel because and then you realize you never wanted the pony yeah because it's more fun to you wanted a pony pony. but you didn't want the responsibility you wanted you enjoyed wanting a pony you don't you will not enjoy owning a pony the thought of it how you like wrote in your diary about how you're gonna like braid its hair and how you're gonna be best friends and go on like pony adventures. But and then, then you the realize horse just eats carrots and shits. Mm-hmm. And, and then you realize manes don't French braid like you thought they would. You've tried, you have tried so hard for so many hours. And I watched like 15 YouTube videos. No matter how many sparkles you feed him, their shit just still smells and looks like shit. I feel like shit. this isn't about John Jones anymore. I Well, listen, okay, I've been working through some horse disappointments in my life. Horse therapy. It's, it's a real thing. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sitting here. I've been hoping and praying for the past year to get back the greatest fighter of all time, who's problematic as fuck. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. And perfect. Dreams do come true. Uh, I, th- I thought you meant Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz fighting again in 2018 Bellator. in Bellator. Uh, that may happen. I think it's Can happening. we just? I feel like if you, because Bellator is a pay per view, right? Uh, so, they no, they do live cards. They have cable cards. So how do how do they make money? Uh, fifty cent pays them. From um, what his royalties? Listen, the so listen, here's how he's, he's been money fifty now. cents since nineteen ninety two. So the interest has really paid off. So they uh, those right fifty now cents doing. made him a hundred million dollars. <laughs> damn, damn. Right now, what they're doing is they're uh, organizing a lot of super fights. Um, and the people that they got into this uh, is so fucking crazy because it's a whole bunch of washed up UFC it, guys. It, it really was a um, who's who of yesteryear, and yeah. I do mean that um, as as complimentary and backhanded insult as I mean it. Like well, there are some fucking big names. It's yeah. like a it's like a local hometown wrestling promotion. Hey, do you want to see this guy that got canned? Whoa, well, come on down. If, if your local hometown could pull down uh, fucking Frank Mir and Fedor. And Chael Sonnen. But aren't they always fought out of Vegas for Bellator, or does it travel? I think it travels. It's not like a huge... It's not a huge circuit, but they do travel. Yeah, well, and it stays mostly in the West. I know that they've done Vegas, and I know that they've done... Yeah, it's mostly big fight cities, but they do travel. Yeah, San Jose. There are a couple of states they're licensed in. Yeah. Um, Not Texas. A lot of of California and a lot of Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Some New York, I Um, believe. Yeah. So, they're... Um, right now on the Paramount Network, which it's pretty badass because they're not doing pay-per-views. So, like, last night, Fedor versus Chael was goddamn free. Okay. You could just watch that shit. Um, and it's kind of interesting, too, because they only do five-round fights for title fights. So even if their main event, uh, if, if it is their main event, like if it's a non-title fight like last night, that shit was still three rounds. But it only lasted one. It's a that shit was a goddamn shocker, it's man. A because easy card. Yeah, I was saying, hey, well, and they actually got in trouble uh, because they did their first airing 
like two weeks ago and they got in trouble because in the UK because they're also airing in the UK and like that shit's on at five in the morning. But after after five, like once it hits six, you have to switch to whatever. Like I believe it was goddamn uh, Go Diego Go or some shit like that that immediately it had to switch to. Um, Paramount Networks covering all its bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, in the UK you have to yeah, hard mandated children's. Yeah, uh, children are awake now. Do things. Yeah, well, you can't show violence on TV uh, once it's after six a.m. Um, and they got in trouble because they ran late with the card. Yeah, they ran late, but they well, it was really that nobody saw the the uh, headliner. Um, oh, because every oh yeah, because they had to cut yeah, the main event, so they had oh. to cut off. So maybe start thirty minutes earlier next time. Yeah, uh, they they learned. Um, which I believe is why they're like, uh, we're just gonna stick to three rounds. Now. What if you, what if you censored it like it was Japanese pornography? What if you just put fucking yeah. everybody's yeah. blurred, but yeah. it's just two yeah. like pixelated if things. If you mosaic each other? everything, could you get away with it? Oh, that's not violence. That's uh, that man is giving him um, face a face hugs. massage. Face His massages. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not blood. That's uh, that's ketchup. raspberry jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> raspberry ketchup. <laughs> raspberry ketchup. <laughs> Tomato ketchup. That I does mean, sound like something ketchup. Japan would have. To be fair, yes, yes, this is true. I have had banana ketchup. Quite. I think delightful. tomato jam is a thing, though. That's well. I have had tomato candy. Yeah, ah. it's like I think Korean though. Bellator is, you know, surprisingly on the rise. So it's not a Bella snore. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't sleep on it, folks. You Dude. heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, fucking Fedor knocked Chael the fuck out. And this Just is pronounced Fedora. Yeah, Fedora. This is and this is this is Fedor Milenko, you know, one of the most fearsome UFC fighters of the nineties and two thousands. <laughs> of twenty years ago, of, yes. You know, of, ten years ago. Yeah, of like fifteen. Like his last he retired from UFC in like twenty eleven? 2012? Uh, yeah, it was like, I believe it was 2011. Yeah, and then he, he completely retired in 2012. Yeah, and he fought like, like five years. He did a couple warm up fights like in 2016, I think. Yeah. And now he's back. Well, and it's like, what the fuck? Goddamn Fedor Emelianenko, whose prime was like 20 years ago, is is still back and winning. Well, so he has just didn't. He fucking, he's at the finals of the heavyweight Grand Prix. Like, goddamn, he KO'd two people. Yeah, first round. I mean, it's it's um, I will say to his defense, you don't. I don't think even if you're old and busted and you have a glass chin now, like Fedor does at this point. Like he he doesn't he isn't the he isn't the the bull he once was as far as taking the abuse. But you're still a big dude. Like I know Fedor wasn't the biggest heavyweight, but still, when you were Fedor. And you were a smallish heavyweight, but a bona fide heavyweight versus... He's built like DC. Yeah, he just has old Russian dad bod. Yeah, exactly. But you're fighting Chael Sonnen, a man who professionally fought at fucking middleweight, you know, running up to heavyweight, you know, running up to weight classes to try to match this. Like, I feel like you're... Super fight! Yeah, you're kind of... Well, it was a super fight in that those are two big names in a weird kind of dream match you never thought you'd see. Um, but it was like, oh, you have a career middleweight versus a career heavyweight. And it's like, well, you I know. didn't realize he's also fighting for uh, Ryzen fighting at the moment. Yes, he is. And he, uh, yeah, he won his 
last couple fights with Ryzen. Um, he's still a young buck. He's only 42. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only 6 foot 265. Or no, 235. My bad. Yeah, 235. Well, which actually kind of makes him a smaller heavy. That's a, yeah, that's that, a fairly he'd be a good, like, light, Yeah, light heavy. But. You could pack him in your overhead bin. It's weird because looking at Chael, Chael looked bigger than him. Chael was taller, wasn't he? Chael's a little taller. And Chael's... But that Chael always been wasn't Lael, and he was meant to that, fail. Yeah, this Chael, yes. this Chael did fail. Um, yeah, fucking Sonnen beat Rampage Jackson oh, in a wow. great fight. So I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, in 2010, uh, Fedor actually was part of the Russian Regional Duma, which is their political party. He was elected to a five-year term in Russian politics. That's yes. about right. He's got KGB connections, I think. Yeah, he, he does. does look like Putin Jr. I think he's a friend of Putin. Uh, yeah, honestly. he's he's a Putin, but and it's actually really weird, man. Like, uh, Putin stunt double. He's had the same translator, and it's just that one old lady. That lady, yeah. It is really weird. She, like, he's just got this old lady with him. He trusts her. What? I don't yeah, know. and she's the one translator. I think the party, you know, fucking assigned her. Yes. Like, and that is just her thing. She just translates Fedor. Um, so Chael is uh, 6'1", 205. But when he fought recently, he was up to 225. So he bounced up 22 pounds. But, like, 6 foot, 6'1", like... He he looked bigger than Fedor. It must be like, if you look at them, I think it's the hair. No. <laughs> yeah, the if hair you, adds to it. Yeah, just. if you look at them, like, side by side, Chael looks bigger than him. It's really weird. Um, and Chael, like, tried to go for this takedown, and Fedor just lit him the fuck up, like, just Chael also wailing on him with some uh, mortgage fraud money laundering. Problem. Yes, yes, he was. No, he's an asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's <laughs> a real a piece of guy. shit. No, no, mortgage fraud, and uh, how many times did he get busted for PEDs? Uh, three, yeah. two, well, three, several times. He he pulled the Josh Barnett he, too. He retired before he could take his whole <laughs> licking. Well, he, I mean, he got his licking, but because he retired before, uh, it wasn't in the news as much. It wasn't yeah. in the cycle. There you go, bastard. Oh, pull that old chestnut. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, I got busted for PEDs. Ooh. Um, I'm retired. Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and retire from competition. And then they're like, uh, you've been suspended for two years worldwide. Okay. Well, but no, the fight was interesting to watch because, it, again, these are free cable cards. You can watch them, and they do put highlights on YouTube. Um, Fedor, they were going for an exchange, and Fedor fucking just, you know, caught him across the chin pretty good. Didn't didn't take him out then and there, but Chael's on the ground falling into him, and then he tries to recover with a single leg. But So here's my question. Were Fedor either of these heavyweights gassed after 30 seconds? As seen in the most recent U- MMA, uh, UFC, PPV. Oh, you're talking about Volkov versus Lewis? How they're fucking I didn't name gassing. names. Uh, you're some, making assumptions, yeah, sir. Somehow, somehow, no. The, uh, the, the two over-the-hill fighters for the number two company had better cardio than my best friend, Derek Lewis. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> my best friend, Derek Lewis. <laughs> Has terrible cardio, and he'll be the first one to tell you. <laughs> and literally, that ev- motherfucker. Literally, every fight, every interview, he's like, "Oh god, my cardio yeah. sucks." Literally. His exact words every fight are, uh, "I need to sit my ass down and do some cardio." Oh god, and he never. 
does. (laughs) And that makes it enjoyable and and annoying because I remember when he fought like uh, Francis Naganu, like, okay, he's like, man, I'm too fat. My back is seizing. The doctors told me I need to get less fat. Yeah. And he's like, I promise you guys, I'm going to come back. When you see me, I'm going to come back. I'm doing. And then he forgot that it's Texas summertime and was like, now nah, I'm gonna just eat ice cream and drink big gulps. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna bring a bunch of dosakis. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. like you know, he's he's lost so, a couple times. No, I just let's just point out we have seen three fights from Derek. We're, we're, so we are going to see three fights from Derek Lewis this year. Let's go over Derek three. Derek's year. Okay, nothing. So. He fought. He 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 got tired dancing around in Ganu. Fucking exhausted. One on a terrible technicality on, on a, in a deeply miserable fight. It was just the worst. Yeah, it was. But he still caught him. Okay, he. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, no one he did anything. Hey, hey he just a W threw, is like, a W. <laughs> Roy Big Country Nelson taught us that one. So then he moves up the rankings because Ngannou to... was number two, <laughs> which was already like a horrible kind mistake kind in of hindsight. Laughable, yeah. But I mean, oh god. Like then we all fell for it. I just want to say real quick, we all fell for it. What the Nganu hype? Yes, it's fun. Yeah. It's well, fun to buy I in think, the hype. I think they did. He was a way more marketable like uh, competitor than a lot of other guys because I think it's that the immigrant story. Like he overcame such hardships. We was fighting off the streets. Man, this is like you want to see this rag to riches well, success story. Who got <laughs> who got the Dosakis commercial? <sighs> The Corona commercial. Oh no, no, it was it was Tecate. Yeah, Tecate. Medella. It was either Medella or Tecate. Who got the beer commercial? Stipe. Because Stipe, they did that exact thing, and so I kind of wonder: is it like, is it because maybe in a weird, not racist way, they were like, "Well, white guy's more marketable than this African gentleman." Uh, He didn't get it until after he lost the title. No, we all. He also got his Walmart brand uh, sports drink body armor endorsement. Thank you. Nganu had some impressive fights. It's not like he didn't have anything to like kind of back up his well, resume. And so I think because he's fallen, you want to see Nganu like get it together and come back. Like Lewis, I just want to see get in shape. <laughs> I want to see him look like a professional athlete. I don't want to see just somebody's so, fat dad or like decent bouncer who's like, yeah, I'm the best, baddest dude in the world. So I don't know about walking all to that. my car, I get tired. <laughs> so eating like a big fella in this hole. So so Lewis has the is. worst fight with Ngannou, and then he has a Volkov fight where he proceeds to get the shit kicked out of him for fucking 15 here's minutes. here's the thing. He fought like Homer Simpson. He just got battered. The other guy got tired. <laughs> no, no. And then he caught him with just a Hail Mary out of nowhere. <laughs> I will and give him credit. got him. He took, got he him. took a solid 14-minute beating, 14 minutes and 37 seconds, and then, then the last... 30 Just seconds of that fight. A flukish Hail Mary. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he knocked him out. Uh-huh, still the 10. Knocked him. No, he's <laughs> He's just failing upwards is what this man this does. This is the worst. This is the least impressive career-making year of any fighter ever. <laughs> he's kind of the, the fighter equivalent of somebody where it always works out for Derek Lewis. Other people are working hard. They're training. <laughs> they're cutting weight. They're doing the right thing. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to just fight. It's literally I'm just going to drink my to... big gulps and eat my ice cream he with drinkies the Peter principal in the octagon it's fucking incredible and i'm so excited to watch dc beat him of course we say that in terror clues what the, be the heavy fuck happens champ. what the fuck happens if he just catches dc on a hail mary like well so okay so i think realistically <laughs> oh, shit. i don't know about this i'm just I, sitting I here with the belt. No title so fight. i got to i got to sit the fuck down uh, and do some cardio <laughs> 
I just I I don't I think that's I'm gonna happen now. with with Lewis though, because I mean. Lewis isn't going to get a hand. I feel like DC's smart. He's going to take him down. He's this not going to try to throw DC toe to is toe. going to Okay, honestly, if you want to if if you want me to kind of break this down a little technically, um DC this is his kind of fucking fight. So he DC is an undefeated heavyweight champ in strike force and he was specifically being paired up against motherfuckers who were like Bigger, the broader, big stronger, dudes yeah. yeah, that weren't technical but were just throwing Hail the Marys. Kimbo slices of the world. Yes. And that's what DC is best at. If you want to see him at his goddamn best, it is when he is fighting those guys. So this is going to be his tune-up fight, and he fucking knows it. He's just so, got to respect so Derek that Lewis and respect yet? that power. Yes, in yeah. And when is it? Next month. Okay. In like three yeah. weeks. Oh, like, oh okay. Like we're early catching it. That's the next thing okay. we're watching. Cool. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Can we order Popeye's chicken? Uh, we're, we have to. We are okay. legally required. <laughs> That actually comes with the pay-per-view. Yes! I knew it. It comes with a box of Popeye's chicken. No, but in reality, how have they not thought of doing that as like a tie-in? Like, hey, go swing through Popeye's and you get a $2 off code for you. Go swing through Popeye's (laughs) like Derek Lewis swings through his competition. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now, I'm going to knock your ass out. Oh, wait, I figured it out. It's because it would be racist, damn it. Because they're both African American the gentlemen. That, they brought it up. They both <laughs> like Popeyes. No one put them who, up to who, it. Which self-respecting Southerner doesn't? Okay. I like Popeyes. <laughs> I too enjoy a good Popeyes. <laughs> Fucking better where's, than Canes. Where's DC from? Uh, uh, I don't know. Virginia. I know he's, he's living out of like South or San Diego at the moment, but or, I mean, and then, uh, but because I mean, he's he's thirty nine. Lewis is thirty three. But DC's only lost to Jones. Uh, Lewis has lost five times. Like Lewis, the best part about Lewis is his shit talking post fight. Like so, like we said, first thing he does takes his pants off, and Joe Rogan's kind of like, um, what, "What's the deal with the pants, there, bro? Oh, my balls were hot." Calls okay. it like it is. I can respect the honesty. All right, yeah, my balls is hot. He's from Lafayette, Louisiana. Yes. Uh, Derek yes. Lewis is also from Louisiana. Yeah, but well, he's repping H Town. Yeah, so. now. But yeah, he's from New Orleans, I believe. So, two couple of Louisiana boys like them like themselves some chicken, and I can't fault that because it's pretty good chicken. Dude, love that chicken. I mean, his his best his best moments were you know in the press conferences and in like the best of Derek Lewis. It's funny how. The best of Daniel Cormier, it shows this highlight reel of like in him, the ring. goddamn, yeah, him in the octagon picking up Olympic gold medalist Dan Henderson, who like is the Greco-Roman wrestling like all-time goat. Daniel Cormier just having picks his, way with his him. ass up and then just slams him on the ground. Goddamn disrespectful, son. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that is like, the, how dare you? <laughs> the, be- the best of DC is impressive feats of strength and technical acumen in the ring. And the best of Derek Lewis is watching him <laughs> fucking mumble about his <laughs> way through after match fights. Yeah. Like, I know, I know mumble about how he's too fat uh, and he's got yeah, back yeah. problems. <laughs> to be fair, he did say what we were all thinking. Y'all, did, y'all doubted me. I know, I'm fat. You didn't hit, you, the kid's got heart. Kid's got the drive. You doubted it. <laughs> then, yeah, matter yeah, of fact, like, as he said, matter of fact, I was on the phone with Trump earlier. Yeah, he told me I better drop this. Russia's being disrespectful. USA, no ho. I got to put a motherfucker down. I See, there's something so... 
so genuine. He's he's not. He doesn't have skill. Like he, I mean, he doesn't have or tact or, tact, or grace <laughs> or uh, cardio or uh, he a has usable no, he body. Has no sense of timing. He's a terrible interview. He's not. He's not a marketable man. He's not marketable. But, <laughs> but no. But that's damn, what I think he, that makes he's him marketable. So fucking genuine. Because he's more marketable than say Stipe is. Because Lewis is the kind of guy you want to have a beer with. Stipe is like. Uh, hey, you want to grab a beer? He's like, no, I'm going home. That's I have a thing. wife and yeah, children. Yeah, sorry, and I'm going to save a, lives in the morning. Yeah, you mean he's more relatable because he's a regular guy who's well spoken? Yes, yes. <laughs> he's just a he's a Joe six pack plumber. Stipe's probably a little too uptight. I think he's yeah, a little. Steep, he feels a little standoffish. Stipe, well, it's because he doesn't talk shit. He like. And every time Humility somebody tries to talk shit, he just like shrugs. Lewis doesn't talk shit, and he's the best thing ever. <laughs> well, Lewis doesn't have to because he he knows he's like on death's door every fight, <laughs> except for Nagano. That they were both like, uh, you, "You're gonna swing at me?" Nah, me neither. Okay, cool. Want to just kind of power yeah, walk it out? Derek size? Lewis has done three fights now. Three of his like what what like uh, well, who was the fight before Nagano? Um. Uh, oh god, I can't remember, but because I think the Nagano fight was my first observation. With yes, Lewis. well, and uh, I believe he, I believe he fought Mark Hunt, didn't he? Uh, Mark Marchin Tibura, Tibura. So here's the other fight thing. night one twenty six in February. Okay, so this is his fourth fight this year. So yeah, but oh it's because god. he's just he's he's not really working. If we're being honest, yeah, he lost to Mark Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, he lost, and that was last year, like last year. Uh, then he beat Travis Boone before that. Uh, he beat Roy Co- Big Country. The oh fact God. that his shit talking after a Big Country because he was just like, he was just like, I put that boy down, H Town in this hoe, like just it was so good. He's also fought in uh, Bellator a few times. Uh huh. I want to see that happen again. <laughs> Let's have him have a weird, like, doesn't make sense fight. Like him and Vanderlei Silva. Why not? Perfect. Got it. Him and... Uh, Vanderlei Silva and Fabrizio Verdum are like banned from the sport for another like four years they're, still. Yeah, they're, Even for Bellator and such? Yes. Yeah. Why They're though? banned from... The, because they got PEDs. busted with PEDs by like the Several state athletics commissions. Like it's not even USADA. It's the state athletics <laughs> commissions are like... These guys cannot compete. So They're fucking cheaters. So what do you do if, you, if you're one of them? Do you just still stay in shape and just play the waiting game? Or do you just like, all right, hang it up. I'm you done. go fight in Japan. <laughs> it depends on how old you are. Like a lot of people were saying that if John Jones got the four-year suspension, he'd just hang up the gloves. Go, go, he'll, he'll, be, fuck he'll just go join WWE. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, if he'd be great, man. I mean, you could go to Ryzen because they're pretty relaxed. Yeah, with they don't their, give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Fuck Pretty it. relaxed. Has no rules. Who yeah, exactly? Blades, yeah, uh, doesn't matter. Fucking Gabby Gonzalez. Oh my god. Or is it Garcia? I think it's Garcia. Gabby Garcia. Oh my god. Yeah, Gabby Garcia. She's fucking what? What six? Six ten? Five <laughs> foot? No. Yeah, five foot seven. Wait, no, that's the wrong Gabby Garcia. Oh no. <laughs> You let me one. know. Oh, Gabby with one B. Yeah, six foot two. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, she's the giant woman. That lady. Mm. The other one who's actually super tall yeah. and freaks me out is uh, uh Rousey's husband, uh, Travis Boone or B- Travis Brown. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's a big, he's a big he's motherfucker. A, he's a big old he's six dumb, foot seven. Big old dumb motherfucker. 
But I mean, that's the same as uh, as what's his face as a uh, Volkov. So. I like that Rousey likes big fellas. Like, you know... Half a wine, big fellas. Well, I mean, she was only fucking, uh, like, heavyweights, heavyweight MMA fighters. Like, she was fucking Brendan Schaub for a little bit. No. It's why... Well, and... Because uh, it makes her Brendan not feel Schaub, like a big fella. Brendan Schaub was hinting at uh, Dana White fucked Rousey. So, like, definitely hinting... Because he kept saying, you know, we're Eskimo brothers, Dana. How are you going to go and... <laughs> Are you gonna go and insult your Eskimo brother? <laughs> oh. oh boy! Ooh. Oh, oh boy! Shit talking is the best. Sorry, Jesus I'm, Christ! I'm this lady. At, uh, I'm trying to see what big countries doing these days. Uh, he just fought in Bellator. Yeah, he was in the heavyweight Grand Prix. Yeah, uh, he lost to someone. Yeah, he shit, lost okay. to Bader, didn't he? Bader, Bader, yeah, because uh, Bader's in the finals. Sergey uh, Karatonov. Sergey the Swedish chef. You 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 want to see some big motherfuckers in some Bellator. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna move on uh, because I we need to address a couple things in the UFC. Um, very happily, uh, we saw our first uh, fucking UFC uh, about a month ago now. About a, yeah, it's yeah. been a, been a great. It was Woodley versus Till, and that shit was which great. is fucking cool. Yeah. Here's what that I learned. Was great. Here's what I learned. A couple of things about watching this. Fucking live MMA is a lot better than live wrestling because I fucking love it better than I have when I've seen wrestling in person. We yeah. were we were still in the nosebleeds, and I had a better time than I've had at most yeah. wrestling shows. I prefer wrestling on TV, but this is fucking cool. Um, the we we heard the best the best two walkout music themes. So first uh, is a guy fighting out of Fort Worth, so kind of local guy. Uh, he was I th- some I can't remember the country off the top. I had African guy. Um, Lighter weight class, but he walks out to a, like the Broadway musical version of it was the, the Elton John version, yeah, uh, of the uh, Lion King soundtrack. Yeah, it's the circle of life. Was that Al, that was Al Hassan, right? I think so. But so he came out and it was amazing. And then we're all dying laughing. Everybody's singing, and you're like, man, this is such a great it positive was the hype. Perfect. It was. It was. Everyone knew the song. Everyone was singing. It was the perfect length. It was. Fucking brilliant. Every fight on there, um, aside from goddamn uh who who was on that card? Oh, it was Dodson. Dodson underperformed, and it's such a bummer since he won tough uh yeah. you know, a couple years ago. Like over motherfucking TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, like, well, yeah. You mean Dillashaw. Yeah, Killashaw. Yeah, good job. Like Dodson is one of the bigger disappointments right now in in MMA, but it's because he probably needs to go down to flyweight. Like, he's too little for Bantam. Yeah. It was fucking great. Um, God, what else? Uh, we saw... We missed... We So, the other thing I learned, always go watch the prelims. Because yeah, we, we missed those, Fight of the Night. We yeah, were sitting around, yes. fucking around at a, at a B-dubs and missed the fucking To be fair, fest. we did have, what was it, Captain Crunch milkshake? Yeah, that was not worth my time. <laughs> It was very disappointing. It was a Crunchberry shake, and it was a six out of ten. Hey, you can't separate me from uh, mango habanero wings. <laughs> this episode brought to you by our new sponsor, Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, so the fights were insane. Uh, two, not, two, a record-setting two yeah. fucking leg locks from back mount. Yeah. <laughs> only happened once yeah, before. Knee bars. And, it only, yeah, and yeah, now there's three, and mount. two of the three were done the two same, of the three night. That same, same night. Same Dallas. Yeah, yes. Exactly. 
so uh, cool. Just weird. Funkmaster and Zabit. It was so cool. And then uh, what was the uh, like multiple knockouts? Those two like yeah, fucking tap outs from yeah. that. Then uh, the other great music to walk out to as that we was saw. was Till. Yeah, and Till came out. Sweet to Caroline. And the whole crowd. Ba, ba, ba. And it was awesome. <laughs> so good. And then again, so the part that weirded me out, though, is it got like weirdly nationalistic because everyone's like, yeah, come on, Woodley America. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, uh, getting weird. It's like. actually interesting because I watched the fight again with Joe Rogan's commentary yeah, yeah. and DC and all them. Like, Joe Rogan was definitely noticing, like, uh, this got really weird because, like, everybody's chanting USA right now. Um, yeah, like, it, was, it okay. was very weird. Listen, if we can't if we can't hate the Brits, who can we find? That is harmless, all right? Listen, it's is it weird? It, they're white. It's cool. We can hate on them. It's fine. Well, I think that what they were commenting on was definitely the UFC wanted Till to be the face of this fight. Oops. Uh, and they thought that just because Woodley was underperforming the past couple fights. Yeah, that's that a word for it. <laughs> I just got a text from Dan's so I was like, are y'all singing Sweet Caroline? Yes. Yes, Yes, we, we fucking are. How dare you doubt us? <laughs> um, yes. But uh, they, they, they wanted Till to be the face, and they did everything they could to, like, Put Till on the crowd side, and it didn't work yeah. out for them. It was, I mean, hey. he was trying. He was, I mean, and Pass me besides the positivity of the the fight, and then also like or coming out to it, and then also just kind of like building the hype for a story, and then I mean, they tried to make Woodley look kind of more heelish, of like he looked more aggressive, his no. music wasn't as happy and positive, and blah blah. And then it's like, well, um, you got your ass beat, kid. You tapped. Uh, we're we're done here. I mean, but it was just really a back and forth fight. Like, I, I mean, he took a hell of a beating. Well, thought he was going to go way earlier. Looked like he was mounting a comeback, and then just nope, no. We're done again, here. Again, when you're talking about casting Woodley as the the heel, I think it's really interesting because, uh, yeah, he's got that thing where it's like, oh, he, f- you know, not exciting performer. He doesn't get out there. No, he went out, fucking performed, did the shit, had a great fight. But I like I, <laughs> I can't help but be like a fucking conspiracy theorist about this. They're like, oh, Woodley, uh, he don't want to play ball, so Dana doesn't like him. Dana's beefing. And I like Woodley just gets out there and, like, doesn't put up with Dana bullshit, and we'll beat the guys they want to beat him. It's fucking, it's yeah, pretty it's, it, it, I kind of enjoy it when the hand-picked guys, call it the Roman Reigns syndrome, I like it when the hand-picked guys don't win. Yeah, they just backfire. Yeah, like, oh, what happened to Cody No Love a couple of months ago? Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, so, what is fighters. That, so what happens to Till because of this, though? Like... Did he drop in ranks dramatically? Is he going to get? A, are they going to do a rematch? Like, what's? I mean, because champions stay champions, so like, I well, mean, uh, what's next oh, for we did, Woodley? We do know that Woodley released his rap single. Yeah, I'll beat your ass. Uh, no, <laughs> what's next for Woodley is probably Colby Covington. Right now, Woodley uh, has to have thumb surgery, and he's yeah, he basically broke it in the fight. Right? Yeah, and he's. He's fucking with Colby Covington. He's playing head games. Colby Covington wants that payday and wants... He thinks that he's going to have a great payday against Woodley. So he's really pushing for it and trying way too hard. And Tyron Woodley in every single interview, whenever he's asked about it, just goes, that motherfucker's trying too hard. I'm taking my sweet-ass time. Well, they got it. Because I fucking can. It's got to be Covington because he's got the next... I mean, he's the interim champ. We have to do that. They have to merge those titles sooner rather than later. But um, 
No. I mean, Dos Anjos, but besides that, it's still Thompson or yeah. Lawler maybe, but even Lawler's kind of like, he's down there and a little long well, in the tooth. Yeah, there's, Robbie Lawler is, is I believe he's still out on injury. He might come back soon, maybe. Bellator. <laughs> I'll give it time. No, but, but Bellator, did, did they even bother with like the little guys or is it all just the old has-been No, it's just this, this year has been a big emphasis on the heavyweight because... They haven't had a reigning their heavyweight champ uh, vacated in 2016, and they haven't had it since. So okay. 2018 was the big so star who was their previous heavyweight champ. Some fucking guy, okay. no one ever heard of. That's I'm right. sure I don't know. I could find it. Roy Big Country Nelson. <laughs> Just some some ruski. That's all I can tell yeah. you, Dan. Fair enough. Well, so 228 was cool. 229 was fucking hilarious to watch. And then 2.30 should be pretty exciting. Pretty good, yeah. I'm excited. So is anybody else confirmed thus far? Because that's the one in Russia, or no? No, no, no. There no was that's f- already happened. There right? was a fight night before 2.29 in Russia. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, because I remember uh, Volkov wanted to fight Lewis there. And he's and like, he's a like, black man yeah, in Russia, Russia no. no. Yeah, great Twitter. Okay, uh, so here's your card yeah. we're looking at for UFC 2.30 right now. Cormier versus Lewis. So, DC. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. If we're I'm holding, speculating, I am holding out kind of a dark horse because I just kind of want to see that weird timeline. <laughs> Derek Lewis just fought. He has horrible cart. He will get exhausted, like climbing into the ring. Yeah, and like, and is, as you? soon as that, like that's a two month, and you're going up against a guy who walks around like, and Yo, we yeah. know DC has cardio for days. Like he's proved it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. think you're magically going to like out cardio a guy who I'm actually has cardio? Saying, just saying what I'm it. willing to like I think that the bet isn't whether or not DC wins. I think the bet is how fast. <laughs> um yeah, how fast and also Yeah, how hard um, does he floss on him? How how much weight do we think DC cuts? Because I'm wondering if he tries to keep a little lighter for this one. So if he's going to go with kind of the uh, Stipe versus Nagano mindset, like, let me be yeah. 20 pounds lighter, and I'm going to just skate past you and then just get your yeah. ass. Because he was heavier than Stipe for his fight. Yeah, just barely, though. So that he could be... Just more have dense. all the knockout power. Yeah. And Lewis is going to be fat, so I would think you're right. He'd probably lose 10, 20 pounds and then just... You know. I'm wondering if Lewis gets smart enough that he's actually sitting his ass down and doing some cardio. If By the way, you can't sit down and do cardio. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's, his, on... that's his problem. We figured it out. <laughs> he's sitting he's like, down. Wait, you mean I can't just be on the couch and that's but not I'm cardio? Just, <laughs> I'm sitting here. I've had, <laughs> I've had this weird couch. machine with the belt that wiggles my belly this whole time, and I never lose any. I don't what, understand. What do you mean I can't just pound Dos Equis as I'm doing cardio? <laughs> Take it, boy. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm on a fucking stationary bike. I got my legs running. I got my hands on my beers. I think we've diagnosed it, Derek. Yep. <laughs> Louis Cormier, uh, Rockhold, and Weidman. Okay, that one's a real that's interesting gonna, one. And that's going to be um, a real rip snorter if I do say so myself. <laughs> so that one, okay, uh, just just a little history because that's Rockhold versus Weidman, too. Um, the return. Yeah. So Rockhold versus Weidman one ended with Weidman was the favorite and. He was dominating the fight up until this point that Rockhold basically fucking caught him. Uh, like, he just let his guard down, and Rockhold fucking choked his ass out, and that was the end. Um, and that very famously had, like, because Rockhold ended up with the belt. And, you know, they, you know, Bruce Buffer says, and still, you know, the, the champ. Well, fucking, when they interviewed Weidman after the fight, 
uh, Weidman's dad came up and was like, and he's still my boy. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, how sad. His dad loves him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because this fight was, the, the first one was three years ago. Uh, Weidman. Yes, and then Rockhold lost the belt yeah, to Michael Bisping. Um, well, he lost it, and then uh, he since then he's beaten uh, David Branch, and then he got beat earlier this uh-huh. year by Yoel uh, Romero. He got knocked the fuck out by Yol. Yeah. Uh, well, if you if you can get if you can catch Rockhold on the chin real good, he's done. Um, so I'm gonna give out the edge because Weidman. It's been a minute. It's gonna be a tough one. Weidman's kind of at the beginning of the end of his of his uh, good years. You know, since I mean, he was the man that beat Silva. But I mean, same height. Same age, I mean, within a year, within a year, within an inch. I mean, records are pretty similar, but yeah. I'm going to edge that one out to Weidman, but I feel like it could go either way. Rockhold, though, has a glass jaw right now. Uh, so who else we got on that card? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll run down and you tell me when it's interesting. Okay. Uh, Rolando Souza versus David Branch in the middleweight. That one will be interesting. Uh, God, there's a lot of middleweights tonight. Yeah, it's, there's going to be a lot of middleweights. Keep going. Uh, middleweight, Derek Brunson versus Israel Adesanya. Keep going. <laughs> uh, featherweight, Jason Knight and Jordan Rinaldi. Okay. <laughs> okay, he says. That's it. Uh, Lyman Good versus Sultan Aliyev. Uh-huh. Uh, Brian Kelleher versus Domingo Pilarte. I just mm-hmm. love that his first name is Sultan. 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 It's really cool. Matt Frivola, Londo Vatana. Man, this is the Madison Square Garden camp. Uh, yeah. Like, like th- th- this, this shit was going to be huge, and then they just dropped Kept the fucking ball. fucking up. Sultan is also from Dagestan. Wonder if yeah, him and... Uh, yeah, probably, running, probably running buddies. Well, I know that they were going to do Poirier versus Diaz, and it was going to be goddamn huge for that. Well, so the... Yeah, and that fucked up, because poor Diaz couldn't agree, and Poirier fucked his leg up. Yep. Um... Was his leg right? His knee? Something? It was. I think it was his ankle. I'm sorry, God damn it! Guy, Quit uh, talking. Shane Burgos. The only other interesting thing on the nobodies here in the bottom is Sajar Eubanks went from being in the main event of this car to opening it in the women's flyweight round. Oh, uh, oh yeah. So all the cancels. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. This was a. This was a fucking deal. It's, yeah. This is them shifting around after. Yeah. Three big cancels. Yeah, and they're like, Ugh, so, so the fact they out. have to like go to DC and be like, look, we need to get something, and the best we can give you is Lewis, because no one else is, no one else we'd want to put you against is, uh, is, uh, is, is legal. A woman, right? Yeah. So that's gonna and be the, That's next month. That's thirty-one. Yeah, they're gonna do Shevchenko versus Boogie Woman. Yeah. Okay. Which, like, let's. You wanted to talk about Lewis a sec. Um. Why is Lewis getting this over Stipe? Because Stipe has a kid, and Stipe yeah, Stipe is taking a paternity leave. Oh, he's on. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, I feel like Stipe. He's okay with this because he knows he's going to keep fighting for a little bit. True, and so he knows as soon as DC leaves, like he's pretty much got the belt back. His kid was born three months ago, and he's still fighting fires. Oh no, that's cool. He's in no rush to come back. No, I just, I didn't, Um, I just had no idea because Lesnar. Is serving out a suspension. Jones suspension. Stipe, I guess paternity. And who else, who are, is there anyone else in the heavyweights worth this shit? 
Well, I mean, there if was Nagano gets his shit together, but that's yeah. a big if. That's well, that's going to be at least another fight for Nagano yeah. to earn the. Nagano is probably going to make a comeback next year. I'm he's, willing to bet if he ever gets his head. Nagano's right got some fight nights he has to win. To, yes, yeah, yeah. he's he's got about three fights he's got to win before he's back. But Overeem, Overeem, Overeem's glass jawed. Uh, Verdum is on a four year suspension. Um. Fuck. Volkov I mean, just lost. The, the, the problem, and there's Mark Hunt, but he's on his last fight in the UFC before he's done. Oh, he's, Hunt is? Yeah, because he's older. You know, Hunt is doing a fight night in New Zealand, I believe, and then he's done. Okay. Uh, what about Curtis Blades? That uh, would be the other one. That Blades, would be the Blades next is, guy. Blades but is Blades, some fucking good fucking fights. But Blades has got... He just beat Mark Hunt. Um, Blades has to... F- basically, the next fight in heavyweights... Is going to be Volkov versus Blades, I'm willing to bet. And then they're going to do probably Blades versus Lewis. And then Blades can probably get a title shot if he wins both of those. I mean, that would be the one. Blades would be your next guy. Yep. Brock Lesnar might not get UFC heavyweight title fight. Brock Lesnar is, he's still got to finish that out. And he's doing Lesnar with whoever has it after. Well, and they're doing a will they won't they. And honestly, I'm willing to bet it's going to be DC is going to get so pissed about it. But DC's going to retire after he fights Jones. Probably. Because I'm willing to bet. Here's what I'm fearing DC is probably going to get his goddamn nose broken or some stupid shit like that. Lewis. Yeah, with Lewis, like he's gonna get a swollen eye or some shit, fight and they're gonna and, well, and they're gonna like suspend him for two months. So then he's got one fight left. Like if DC comes out of that fight completely unscathed, then he's got two more fights. But if he comes out of that fight and he's got even a little thing well, wrong with him, then he's got one more fight. Two fights in four months is still a pretty aggressive timetable. Hell fucking yeah. Especially, I mean, especially for a guy who's going to be retiring. Well, DC is probably already in a camp training for Jones. He probably never stopped. I'm sure. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to realize once once you start getting word that Jones is coming back, like you have to know that's DC has to have accepted that's where this is going. Yes. And, and he can make a fuck ton of money doing it because this is DC going to avenge his one loss with the only man that can consistently beat him, but it's clouded in controversy and it's his retirement fight and it's Jones return and it's just fucking, this is, this is made of money. And if Jones beats him again, mm-hmm. oh my fucking God. Then it's Lesnar Jones. Then it's Lesnar Jones. Then it's fucking Jones Miocic. Then it's fucking... Like, they'll probably let Jones keep both belts and he'll jump between the two and, like, that division's just going to be on fucking lock. Probably let him jump down and do Gustafson and Yoel Romero and goddamn, like, you know, just everybody. Holy shit. Jones would be the number one pound-for-pound motherfucker forever. You know? Ooh. But if DC wins, also, ooh, that means, like... Still, Jones is going to be f- fucking humiliated. His only loss ever, you know, is to a guy who he can't rematch to. Oof. Yeah. But. I do no fight in five years in Bellator. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wait for it. Yeah. Wait, how Jones? many zeros? Yeah. How many zeros? How many zeros does DC get to, like, choke and body slam? 
Enough. <laughs> DC is one of those guys that I think he's going to remain in UFC, but he's just going to remain a commentator because he's a natural at it. Yeah. Um, and well, oh boy. It's good money. You know, he could segue into WWE, but. Really well, he's going to do that like Charles Barkley thing. He's going to like, you know, be, oh yeah, I was good once, but now I'm a commentator and an analyst. You know, I'm just the personality of the sport. Um, well, I mean, him and Rogan have a great rapport. So. Well, and that's probably what's going to happen is uh, Cormier is going to be the other uh, play-by-play. And they might even replace Rogan with Cormier. We'll see. Because I can tell that uh, Fox hates Rogan. Um, we'll see how their relationship with ESPN plays out, you know. Um, Rogan's in an odd spot as commentator because he doesn't want to leave. You know, he doesn't want to go overseas for anything. And even though he's definitely getting more and more clout with some of the shit happening, like the fucking Elon Musk thing, now a lot of eyes are on Joe Rogan. Smoking weed with fucking venture capitalists. Good job. Yeah. Well, and didn't he just do a podcast with Roseanne Barr? Yeah. I haven't listened to that yet, so... Well, I know Good. that the spinoff show without her, everybody else is still working, minus her starts this week. So. Uh-huh. Yep. Ooh. Good. Ooh. Good for the rest of it. Screw her. How, yeah. how fucking long do you think it's going to take before they put like they put her in a cameo at like the end? I, be, I bet you it's the end of season one of that show. They're going to put her in a cameo. It's just the, well, you think the sh- it's the end of the series. No, this no, shit doesn't so only the go. The thing is, and I don't know how, they they're, killed how her. they're writing it. They killed it. her yeah. dad. I think that's she what She died it is. of an opium overdose. Yeah, I think she she's dead unless they make like a stupid, oh, it's a dream. <laughs> don't you pull no, up Dallas, it won't, you. It won't be a dream, but it'll be some shit like she comes in as a ghost at the end of season <laughs> one. Woo! <laughs> Hi, everyone! Racist Twitter ghost. <laughs> oh, I just took some Ambien and was very racist online. Or some, oh, yeah, fake my death bullshit. Yeah, I, I just want to see, like, in the first episode, her dead, bloated corpse. Like, that's all I want to see is just, just yes. Yeah. A very, a very uh, not tactful, very explicit opening. This character is dead, and oops, sorry, the ambulance exploded that took yeah. her body away. And, like, she shits her britches, like, they're dead, bloated corpse. You just corpse totally want her, her to get the chef on South Park treatment. Yes, I do. I want just, like, they just layered on top of each other. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Tell us how you really feel. Curtis Blades. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kurt, he's Blade, got some got some proving to do. Uh, but Blade, I, think... I expect Blades and Ganu in early 2019. What I'm trying to I'm, say I'm is Bar Lesnar, that. that's that's the fight next year. Yeah. Lesnar. Lesnar. Rose Lesnar. Yeah, Roseanne versus Brock. Oh, I thought you meant Rose Nama Units versus yeah, Lesnar. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> A Rose Nama Yunus versus Brock. Let's do <laughs> fuck it. A, a fucking catchweight fight. We're gonna do uh, Demetrius she, Johnson. She gets versus a handgun though. That's the trade-off. Who do you like in a Demetrius Johnson Lesnar fight? Demetrius Johnson. I think I'm still. He just run through his legs and punch him in the quad. This is Mighty true. Mouse. This is true. Hey. He just he just fucking shadow of the Colossuses right? <laughs> Climbs him and slowly wears him down over uh, 40 minutes. I found the blue glowy parts. <laughs> you gotta stab him on the knife. You gotta stab him on his tit knife. <laughs> oh, mighty mouse. He, I hope he listens and gets that reference. But he won't. I mean... I <laughs> no, mean he would. He's the gamer one, isn't he? Yeah, that fucking No, nerd. I mean, but he won't listen. It's fine. No, he won't listen, but he'll know. He'll appreciate yeah. it. 
Ah, somewhere someone just made He's, a joke about me climbing a large man. Yeah, my ears are tingling. Ooh. <laughs> sorry, well, he perceives it. Oh, sorry, I was listening to ASMR. <laughs> I thought I was listening what do you mean ASMR? listening? He's making his own videos. No. Ooh. Hey guys, uh, somewhere best. he's flying around with his big dumb ears. <laughs> Here I go to save the day. <laughs> Listening to ASMR, which is just podcasts about people talking about him. <laughs> just turned down very quietly. Whoa, Whoa God. Is, I'm oh, tangling. Fightception. Whoa. So uh can 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 we talk about the uh, the the Irish Russian elephant in the room? Oh, yeah. Hey, um, it's very bad the stuff uh, Connor says, and he should probably stop getting away. Okay, but... well let's. Let, let, I want to table that discussion for a moment. <laughs> oh, that one. Okay, sorry. Let's table that. I want to take a break before we open up that can of worms because that's going to go into a bigger oh, thing. Okay. But what I want to acknowledge real quick is the uh, the the Khabib uh, issue, and also uh, Connor got his fucking person. Khabib didn't. Um. Holy shit. Yep. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so we'll take a we'll take a quick break and then we will be back to talk USC two twenty nine. Yes. Who wants to float it? Who wants to talk about so, it? So, uh, here's something that was uh, brought up last night in a, in a discussion when I was about five beers deep um, with, with, with old Zachary. This is why I bring the important stuff up after he's been drinking, so it means I'll win. Yes. <laughs> Handicap match. Five I mean, beers. I'm a very responsible drunk. Last night, I ordered two shirts from King Size Direct in my perfect size and a six-month supply of contact lenses. So I'm a very responsible boy. Um, like, I've, I've been meaning to a do A smarty, the, thick boy. And then um, I just got the courage to last night. The Dutch courage. The liquid so, kind. Uh, let's, let, let's, let's talk about this. So... Shitty things get said in fight promotion. Um, and Conor McGregor right now really highlighted that with how much he shat on Khabib's nationality, his religion, his family. Uh, it got very dark. Yeah. And there were some things that were highlighting historical genocide some things that were, you know, with a lot of racist undertones, even though they were for a purpose, like calling um, Khabib's manager, Ali, a uh, Muslim terrorist snitch, even though there was, uh, there's some context to that one. Um, there's a few things that McGregor threw out that, should they be considered okay? Uh, and also... Should fighters in general be held accountable for the shitty things they say while trying to gather heat for a fight? Worst thing Conor McGregor has said. Except I wrote Conor McGregor. Sorry. <laughs> Before you have some coffee, he's McGroggy. <laughs> no. uh, so, like, I get it. I'm not an idiot. 
controversy, sells tickets, and fights sports is probably going to remain a seedy kind of subset of entertainment. You mean it's not sports entertainment for everyone? No. It's I not guess. as clean and crisp like tennis? No. Sometimes people just want to watch people get punched and work <laughs> fights and all this. And you know. And what better way than to talk a lot of shit? Yeah. What to make light of historical, like... If, you know, clean, you, fucking like massacres and problems like between the uh, the where the what the fuck is it Dagestan and where else and Crimea, not Crimea. Who was it, Colin? Uh, Chechnya. Chechnya. Uh. I want to say Azerbaijan, but that's the other border. The Chechens and the shit they've done in Dagestan. Geographically educated, thanks to Fighty Sports. Well, and then all of the things <laughs> I am. McGregor had said where he was like, oh, you know, um, he told DS to go bring me some coffee. Or like, you know, like, oh, he's talking about other people from Brazil. He's like, oh, I'm going to run around and on a horse and, you know, which one of you guys can't find? I'm going to put you to work. And it's like, oh, boy, you're some really like edgy race baiting stuff you got going yeah. on here, bud. I mean, but should he be held accountable for that? Well, yes, but what are we talking about accountable here? Well, that's kind of what I mean is what is... What's your goal here if you're saying it's shitty? Like, what do we do? Yeah, I think people should call out that he's shitty and make some noise about it. And maybe at certain points, some companies will get feel enough pressure to maybe encourage him to stop. So you're talking about taking it from the capitalistic route here, as opposed to what we're in. We're in a fucking capitalist system. How else do we? Well, I mean, it's not like we get the UFC itself, like the company, to. Oh, that fucking fine. That fucking den of vipers would never do it. I'm not even like trying to like think that. But like the entire... advertisers need to pull yeah, push. Yeah, push. Yeah, because like Dana loves this shit. Dana, yeah, is Dana's always... just his bottom line is selling tickets yeah. and a controversy sells. I mean, tickets he hyped th- up uh, Conor McGregor's mental game uh, as on par with Muhammad Ali. Oh well, yeah, he's great at talking shit. But did Mo did Ali ever say? race baiting type comments did he ever say stuff that was seen as too far did he did anything he ever say was very like that level of let's look into that like the the shitty things muhammad ali said i know my personal favorite he says if you even have a dream about beating me you better wake up and apologize like that's good that's that's like damn like that's that's you know i'm not i'm not seeing anything best 20 usa today 50 of Muhammad Ali's best, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, can't imagine USA Today actually, is not going to be like, and no. then he said the N-word. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, jeez. No, like, no, Dana, like, loves this shit. People live, this is what promoters live for. It's fucking controversy. Get out there, get people talking, get people upset, get people want to see people get beat up, and we'll sell them the tickets for it. Like, I get it. I'm just saying, let's just, we need to understand and comment on the shit that McGregor's pulling here and just say, hey, that's like, Everybody knows that what Connor's doing isn't real, though, in terms of, you know, it's it's some WWE shit. Yeah, but isn't that even like more of the point that maybe then maybe we don't take these things quite so lightly and be so flippant about like real issues in the world today to use like cheapen them to use them for. Well, but does it really cheapen them when, you know, I mean, yeah, sure, these are public figures. But they're dudes who get concussions for a living. You're, I don't think you should excuse people like that because he's still a very popular, very beloved uh, guy. Yeah, but I don't feel like it's empowering anybody. He's just a, you know, he's just a guy who throws punches. And you know what? He got clowned against Khabib. 
You know, he got fucking embarrassed. You know, I get it. And after, because of all the bullshit that happened, people aren't talking about how he got clowned and embarrassed. Now we're all talking about, holy shit, that Russian Muslim went and attacked some fellers in the audience. I mean... He went full people, attack eagle version, to be fair. People fucking, are still talking eagle. about Connor getting clowned and, like, beaten, and you know, embarrassingly. Like... It wasn't even a rear naked choke. It was a neck crank and a chin lock that he tapped to. You know, which that shit hurts, but it is actually could have been escapable. But he let it happen. Well, and I feel like, but it comes down to you're so busy talking shit, believing your own hype that you got got. And Khabib didn't do any of that. He just like, I'm here to train. I want to beat him. I'm in the zone. I'm going to beat him. I beat him. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's like there's a lot well, Khabib said, kept saying less is more. You know? Yeah, I just came here to smash this guy. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know what they're... In the context of everything, I don't know. It's like the worst crime, but I'm just saying it's like, hey, Connor says some fucked up shit. Maybe well, we should re- reward that less. And so here's the other, the other side. is like if we look at things like the NFL, that same level of language wouldn't be acceptable there but I think that we somehow put those guys more on a pedestal than we do fighters. Because it's a punching, it's an, a violent athletic competition, far more so than other things that have a lot more safety protocols per se. I feel like nobody thinks of you know, Conor McGregor or Nate Diaz or any UFC fighter ever as a role model or spokesperson. No one says, hey, little you know, Dan Jr., I want you to one day grow up and punch dudes in the face and talk a lot of shit. But if you say, hey, you could be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, that's seen as a realistic more like... Yeah, those the padding somehow mm-hmm. makes it a more palatable thing for people. Yeah. To like, you know, they, it's, it's, it's more insulated for fires because it's like, oh, that guy just gets punched in the head for a living. And like, what do football players do? They get fucking body checked by dudes for well, a living. And, yeah, so but you like, know what? I don't give a fuck about any of their political stances. Like if I, if some football player said some shitty, I mean, here's here's the other thing. Like uh, several fucking football players, you know, are you know have a plenty of accusations thrown at them about me too shit. And you know, also the NFL right now, uh, everything having to do with that anthem shit. But people still fucking watch. Yeah, and, I get. But and, but what I'm. Advertisers are still all over that no, shit. No, I know. I I'm not saying UFC is unique. F- football, at least, is supposed to be more of a wholesome family pastime. Think about, like, oh, what do we do on Thanksgiving? Oh, it's the, you know. And I think UFC is still seen as, like, a beer-swilling man sport, even though we know there's different people, you know. There's a bigger audience clientele than just men who like to drink, but I think it kind of goes back to boxing in that way. It's never going to be fully embraced and accepted as a family-type sport due mm-hmm. to its violent nature. So I think there's a lot more like they're allowed to get away with it, which not saying it's right, but you're right. Like how, how do you make that change? I think, I think Connor is just the most recent example and the most pertinent to what we discuss. Well, there's guys like Colby Covington. Yes. Who are like, who I, I have outright been... dismissing, like directly saying like, you know, uh, black lives matter bullshit, stuff and, like that. Yeah. And, and I have been more willing to roll my eyes and go like, oh, that Covington in the past. And this is something where I'm trying to be more consistent and kind of think that thing through. Because Covington, everyone's doing it as a piece of artificiality to try to work and create controversy. Like, I get it. So, like, I don't know. 
Maybe that. Maybe I'm just. I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe that's something we should consider to try to reward less because it's. Um, I feel like we should all have a responsibility to maybe not let that be a good way to make money. I don't know. It's just tough because I'm over here like. You know, there's a part of me that sees it as vindication if something happens like, you know, I, I wish I could feel in the future the kind of vindication that Snoop Dogg felt when Woodley was fucking up Darren Till. You know, just, yeah, fucking beat his ass, fuck Donald Think Trump. He, yeah, I thought shit. he was Covington, but, you yeah. know. When he thought it we, was, we won't take that moment <laughs> away from him. Um, but I, 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 I want to feel that. I want Woodley to go in there and fuck up Colby Covington's untalented ass. Um, like I want that very badly. Well, I mean, it kind of goes to the old adage of like, you know, if you if you're confident in yourself and your skills, you don't have to talk the shit to try to make your fights entertaining. You know, Khabib could say nothing for any press release, and people still want to see him. Well, Khabib has a different dynamic because he has the longest undefeated streak uh, in a long time, like next to fucking John Jones. Like not yeah. even John Jones has that record that Khabib has currently. So Khabib right now is in the Floyd Mayweather position of every single fight now. Is there's is, that? It's another one. Is he or gonna is lose? The, yeah. yeah. You know, because he's about to hit 30 fights. Yeah. Like that. And what, Mayweather's at 50? Yeah, he hit 50 even. Yeah. Yeah, McGregor was 50. I'm just saying, I don't feel, I feel like Khabib is justified in being upset and angry. Not necessarily jumping the audience and fighting the dudes. Like, that was, that's a little thing. But, like, I, I can't be too upset with Khabib for being that animated when. But Connor too, could is talking you, that level of shit about personal stuff. But could you also chalk up some of his maybe being overzealousness to, I mean, you just won. You know you, you won. You just yeah. beat your opponent. You're full of adrenaline. You're at, oh, going 100%. And then something else happens, and it's more reasonable for him to have gone off in that situation than, say, if he was at a press release or he was just a, you know. I don't, I don't know about, re- I don't know if it's reasonable under either circumstance i just i guess understand i don't know i'm just i'm just becoming a little more aware and a little more uncomfortable with the shit mcgregor does well and i think maybe in the past because he's gotten away with it and no one's ever called him like i i jump back to when he said i'm gonna make him fight like a mexican yeah that's like that was like his like maybe was that like the first like let me let me throw some racism on there let me see if no nobody called me on it really well like, I mean maybe he, I can he said some racist shit in the build up with Floyd Kawhi but then again at the same time he's said some shit like this a lot and I don't think of it as as it being a part of who he is I think of it's it it's just the the as, fight mentality like well, this is yeah, his psycho well not only that but like it's culturally like i see it all the fucking time at work like people just talking shit at each other you know just to try to fucking troll each other like you don't mean that shit you're not a racist you're not all that you're just getting in there and just saying some fucked up shit people do it to me all the time i'm very liberal of politics so people will get in there and say some shit to me all the time at work like Oh, fucking, what, you think there's more than two genders? Oh, you, what, you, you you like black people? You know, just right. shit like that. And it's entirely like, they're not racist, they're not transphobic. No, 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 no. They're just saying shit yeah. well, to get under my skin so and do you to think tease it's just, me. Is that just um, the, the 
crisis we've created with this internet generation of keyboard warriors and people who just think that things that are offensive are more funny now than maybe they would have been in past well, generations? Here's, here's where I'm at, is that there's an equal and opposite reaction. There's the people who are numb to it and are just going to say the most fucked up shit all the time because, you know, they just like teasing and they like making people mad. On the other end, there's these overly sensitive fucking pussies that are trying to censor all this shit. When at the same time, where I'm at on this is that I'm like, look, we need to hold public figures who are taking huge political stances, uh, fucking politicians need to be held accountable, need to be held to a certain standard. Um, but a fighter, an athlete, you know, those kind of guys, sure, it's great when they stand for something that I agree with, but at the same time, like... But you don't feel like that's a, a requirement the same way it would be if yeah. you're someone, a representative figure who's duly These elected. These men are being put in goddamn coliseums to toss around a ball for, you know, a couple hours. Or they're being put inside of a cage for 30 minutes to punch each other. I, I'm not going to take whatever they say seriously. I'm just saying if, we, if we're just because certain... I understand the importance of triaging and trying to maintain efforts to, to, to try to work for something better or more correct or whatever, however you want to put it. I can understand the idea of like, maybe some things are more important than others, but that doesn't necessarily mean we don't, can't look at multiple things at once. And I'm just saying like, I'm, I reserve the right to feel a little less a hundred percent on board with this shit. McGregor does and Covington and all these guys that pull this sort of stuff to get interest, even though I understand it's the fight game. Yeah, I'm not going to say do. that I wouldn't feel vindicated if uh, tomorrow, like, you know, a, a company releases a statement saying that they've pulled sponsorship from Conor McGregor because uh, they don't agree with his comments. You know, I'm not saying that I wouldn't be like, Haha, fuck you, stop being an idiot to that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be upset and I'm not going to demand for that to happen. Well, and it's um, to, to your point, though, it's. They companies have done that for actors or series is like comes to mind. Uh, Tim Allen had a TV show. He made a comment about how censorship was akin to Nazi Germany, a totalitarian government, and that the government takes away your right to say certain things. So they read into his comment yeah. a different way, scrapped a show Good. and just overnight. And it was like weird. But now his show has been picked back up by Fox of all people when it was on a counter network a few years ago. Mm. So it's just weird because you're right, like celebrity politicians, whatever, held to that immediate standard. Like, I don't think of a celebrity the same way I do as a politician, but I think a lot of people do. It's the it's something where, like, for instance, if we're going to say it's dollar votes and all that, like when it comes to some shit. Uh, pseudo journalism, like for instance, Alex Jones, you know, that guy, I know that everybody's like, oh, censorship, all this. Nah, bitch. What we're dealing with here is the free market. That thing that conservatives like agree with, uh, that thing that they defend endlessly. Here's an example of where the free market has censored somebody and where they now have the power, businesses have the power, mm -hmm. to say, that, well, I'm not giving this fuckface a platform. Now, that, to me, is actually where capitalism works. Um, when we get into 
you know, the UFC and like these these fucking fighters, um, like Colby Covington isn't gonna make the fucking money that Conor McGregor, you know, is yeah. off of this shit that he's talking. Even though he's yeah. gonna talk real big about it, he's not gonna pull Khabib versus yeah. McGregor numbers. And the only reason why Khabib versus McGregor numbers got as much as they did wasn't because of their one press conference. It no, was, no, no, I understand. It's a cascade. There's, it the, was because it was of the Maymac fight. Several yeah. things yeah. with both men. It's his I, return fight. The bus is uh, the twenty nine and zero, you know, or yeah. thirty and zero, and then yeah, and then the stall. It's all of his history, all of McGregor's. But history. if attacking a bus with women on it um, isn't gonna get him. Any shit, nothing's gonna. Get no, I get it, but I'm saying that also no. should have too. Like yeah. that should have been more well, shit. That should have gotten anything before anything that he said about Khabib. You know? Oh no, no I, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's I'm, a, it's a, a flawed scale because like who oh, we give more uh, leeway to the guy who pulls bigger numbers. Yeah, exactly. You know, the guy who talks the shit, the guy who's building the hype that you know the average person. The you pull the average UFC guy, probably nobody's buying a Khabib shirt. But look at Connor's like sales demographics. Yeah, it's punching, you know? yeah. Every dude that's got his affliction shirt and bedazzled jeans has a Connor shirt, you know. But nobody's rocking a Norma Gamedov hoodie. Sadly. Yeah, well, you know. Only Norma Gamedov. He's a he's a Ruski, after all. Dagestani. Yeah. Well, which you know. I know we. Sh- I'm just McGregor should have got more for the fucking bus incident than he did yeah. too. Like I'm not. I'm not saying like this is the this is the straw that broke the camel's back, but it's just this yeah. whole like, boy, howdy. I'm getting a little uncomfortable with all of the ways that this is a sleazy business at this particular moment, and it's stuff like all this that makes it a little more fight sports as a sleazy. Business. No, I get it. And you're giving into a very primal thing. You know, it's you know yeah. this yeah. shit is really. Um, ultimately, about it's 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 not about men doing this. It's about humans and their yeah. instinct. You know the, the like very visceral yeah. um, reaction. And it's funny because we're over here as a bunch of fucking fat nerdy guys uh, intellectualizing this well, shit. You know, um, Dan, if you want to excuse yourself from one of those, you can. <laughs> I am no nerd in training. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll have you know, I don't wear glasses or contacts. Twenty twenty, not just in hindsight. Yeah, but shorts. even still, if like if we were to combine each other, like we would be one Mark Marin, you know. <laughs> so, Indeed. Oh God! <laughs> Strong mustache, great glasses, good hair. Yeah, y'all are about half a podcaster each. Yeah, that's true. Zach's pulling the legwork. No, but no, I mean. Let's end on a positive note. God bless Derek Lewis. <laughs> yeah, we have that at least. It's it's tough. Um, and that's one of those, like, I guess ultimately where I stand is like, yo, if, if some shit happens, I'm fine with it. But I, I also can't scream and holler about it because there are so many other more important things in this world to be pissed off about, you know? Uh, and so many other things, so many other more important people that should be held more accountable than goddamn some silly drunken Irishman who's trying to sell proper 12 whiskey. By the way, uh, uh, I would love to get a bottle of proper 12 if we can find it, but we should probably wait like one more year for it to uh, age just a little more because it probably t- like smells like a fucking Sharpie right now. Anyway. 
I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if they have it at the uh, North Texas Irish Fest come March. Four stars from um, Licorama.net. It's a fine whiskey, um, but it's... Well, it says so right on the bottle, it's though. way, <laughs> way, way, way too young. Like, that shit probably... No, yeah, yeah. It's, it would probably be great for a whiskey and Coke. Like, yeah. you know, and it's a, a $30 bottle. Yeah, like, it's it's like Jameson, you know? You know, when you're dealing with, like, a 25 to $30 bottle, like... Yeah. Uh, drink that with a Coke. It'll be fine. Yeah. Drink bourbon barrels. Normally, the company is $5 from every case sold to local first responder organizations. And yes. charities up to $1 million annually. That is the other thing, yeah. Like, he he donates all that shit to first responders, so it's like it's still <laughs> going to a noble cause. Oh, okay. Like, Disappointingly light-bodied, much like McGregor himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh! With the influence of bourbon casks, adding some much-needed character with notes of vanilla and a touch of charred oak. Hints of pear and jasmine are in the highlights of the whiskey. For a light body, very easy to drink whiskey, this will do just fine. But it doesn't offer much in the way of excitement beyond that. So, possible mediocre fruity flavor profile. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I hear probably a good mixer. I, yeah, yeah I hear easy. it's a great mixing whiskey. Which I mean, I love myself a good. I would love myself a proper twelve whiskey sour. Um, <laughs> let's fucking do it. There you um, go. The hunt has begun. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll make it happen. All right. Well, you know, yeah. we'll get some Popeyes chicken and some proper twelve for the uh, Christ for the Cormier versus. We Derek need more Lewis. tie-ins. We need more more fighters with food gimmicks or some kind of other uh, bullshit. <laughs> some other kind of uh, tie-ins. Boy, get it was so easy. It used to be so easy because they had all the products I could buy on their pants. Now they don't wear that anymore. Now it's just Reebok, and I I can't keep putting Reeboks on my well, hands. I mean, does that mean that we're going to get Jimmy John's to cater our party when we do the Brock Lesnar yeah, fight? Yeah, only when it's a Lesnar fight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sadly. I genuinely <laughs> wonder if they will get a sales spike on Lesnar fight nights. I would hope so. Oh, my God. I mean, advertising still works, so probably. <laughs> yeah, give me that Lesnar special. Okay, it's a big old slab of meat. There you go. <laughs> It's only three inches long and costs twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> kind of overpriced and underwhelming. Wow, wow, wow! That's Lesnar and Jimmy Johns for you. Well, Ooh. this has been fight forever. Yes, sir. Uh, we're a podcast. If you like what we're doing, check us out. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Fight Forever Pod. Or hey, I made that pro. Uh, we're not very active, but we're there. We promise. We're working on that. Yep. Fightforever.fireside.fm. Um, like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, the music today was brought to you by Ryder Johnson and our good friend Mo Goodley. Yeah. Keep it real sexy, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it easy. Keep it sleazy. Keep it sexy. Keep it maxi. I'm very hungry. I've, I've been <laughs> wanting Tex-Mex all day. And keep it suplexy. Fight forever, suplexy, everybody. There you go. How many zeros? How many? Good night. Okay. How many? Yeah.